Romans 10 verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to this life-changing message preached by Reverend Patrick Tamakwood of Kodesh Family Church, live from the Kara Center. This message preached at the Revelation Sunday service will revitalize, refresh, and strengthen you. Be blessed and built up in the faith as you listen. So this afternoon we want to learn, want to learn something later about David. Hallelujah! Why David, Pastor? You're supposed to preach about Jesus. <laughs> why David? There's a few reasons why we have to learn about David. Amen. Are you with me? Or maybe you want me to go to Peru back. Because the Peruvians are very excited. Yeah. I'm not sure whether it's the weather. But the Peru people are very exciting. And very lovely. Yeah. On Tuesday, Monday when I was leaving, a lot of people were crying. Yeah. They, have known, they have known you for only seven days, but they are crying. Uh. Now that I'm yelling, you can't just let them cry. But first of all, I just want to say thank you and God bless you for all of you that um, you were praying on my behalf. Amen. And it's important that we do that. And then second, also, I want to say thank you for um, allowing yourself to honor our prophet. Amen. Last week, whatever you contributed, I just want to say, whatever you gave, I just want to say, God bless you for doing that. You know, not everyone knows how to honor or has been taught us how to honor. In our culture, people are honored when they die. If I'm lying, you came from the same place that I came from. So, there are many things that we don't know that we need to allow ourselves to be taught by the word of God. And don't joke with it because it is it's very significant in your life. And I remember I heard Archbishop pray to suffer somebody that as you honor me, many people will also honor you. Amen. Yeah. As we honor And why are we honoring? It's not like we are doing something that is illegal. You know, the Bible tells us that honor thy mother and thy father. All right? It's very, very important. And the Bible also tells us in Galatians 6 that people that are taught the word of God, the person that teaches them, they need to bring the scripture up. The person that teaches them the word of God, they need, we need to honor the person. Hallelujah. And even to some extent, the Bible tells us to give a double honor, not even one honor, not a single honor, a double honor of people that labor in the word of God. Hallelujah. And, um, and, and, and the last thing that I want to add is 
So that because there are many criticisms about we trying to honor our pastor. <laughs> See, when the lady, and I'm not surprised because when the woman came to pour the oil on Jesus' feet, people also criticize about it. But as a Christian, you must try your best that you fulfill a right scripture, not a scripture that will bring a curse to you. When you don't understand something, don't talk about it. If you don't feel like you don't have to honor, don't honor. But don't say evil things about it. So I want to pray for all of you that I pray that God will honor you, you know, with your understanding, your little Bible knowledge of uh, your, I mean, understanding that it is important. Uh, what is happening to the technical team? I said Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. Yeah, so it is very important. And so I've given you three, three, three areas. It said, those who are taught the word of God should help their teacher by paying them. Hey! This one is very clear. I heard somebody says that Jesus fed 5,000, but now we are asked to feed, feed the pastor. It's right there. Jesus fed 5,000, but we are being asked to feed the pastor. Is there? For lack of knowledge, my people are perishing. We have more power than anybody, but still, we don't have power. Because we, we, we take the word of God and we, we make it anyhow to suit us. Those who are taught the word of God should help their teacher by paying them. And it's so in, it, it's amazing that, you know, the time that we have chosen to do our Galatians thesis, not knowing is actually a world-recognized time that all ministers of God are supposed to be honored. I was just reading an article and I found out. And I found out that actually that's the, in October, that is the time that ministers of God are honored all over the world. All over the world. All over the world. So, brothers and sisters, this is not a begging matter. This is scripture. Scripture. And if you are not there yet, just pray that God, I am not there yet. But don't criticize. Don't try to say that some of us who are doing it, we have been demonized or we have been polluted. No, let, allow us to. Jesus said that, allow her because she has wrought a good work. So honoring is a good work. It's not a bad work. In fact, Jesus said that, I am not a devil. You can find that scripture, I believe in John 6.44 or something. I am not a devil. I honor my father. What is he saying the other way? Anybody who dishonors their father has a devil in them. Anybody who dishonors have a devil in them. Yeah, bring that scripture. Come, come, come somebody change quickly. I need it. He said, he said, no man come to me except, no, look for that scripture for me. It's, it's around that area. Go to 49, let's say. Yeah. I am not a devil. I honor my father. Yeah, 
I am not a devil. I honor my father. Look for that scripture for me quickly. Daniel, switch. Yeah. I am not a devil. I honor my father. It's very important. If, if you don't honor your biological father, I think that's the only reason why you will not honor somebody who teaches you the word of God. But if your biological father is celebrating their birthday, will you honor your father? Will you honor your father? Yes. And he said, word of God is teaching us. We are not doing well as Christians. Jesus answered, 849, thank you. Jesus is 49. I have not a devil. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a semicolon. That means that he explains this. This, everything here is trying to explain that. But I honor my father. And ye dishonor me. Yeah. So let's grow as Christians. I wish it wasn't Jesus. Then we have something to talk about. But if your Bible is yours, it's red. Hallelujah. So we want to learn a little about David today. And I say, why are we learning about David? And I said, I have a few things why we have to learn about David. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1. Why not Jesus and David? Jesus will definitely come in. Matthew 1, verse 1. The Bible says that the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Do you understand why we are learning about David? The book of the generation of Jesus, the son of David, the son of Abraham. That's point number one. Why we need to learn about David. Point number two. Luke chapter 1 verse 30. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. So the Jesus that we are talking about, that we want to hear about, there is a throne. And that throne is called the throne of David. It stems from that throne. It tells us that David is very, very important in the life of Jesus. Now, I want to put the icing on the cake. There is nobody that is described in the Bible except David as the man of God's own heart. Not Abraham. Not Isaac. Not Ahitophel. Not Samson. The one that God described as a man after my own heart is David. So then, it, it means that it is important that we know something about David. That means that there are some characteristics or there are some important things that David asked that every Christian should learn about or know about. Hallelujah. So we want to learn about some few success that David chopped or some of the things that brought David success in his life as he walked with the Lord. So was David successful? And the answer is yes. David was one of the most respectable kings. You know, 
when they call king, Solomon never, we don't never normally attribute kingship to Solomon. Normally, when Solomon's name is mentioned, it's about his wisdom. But David is kingship. Yeah. David really was a, a real king. Yeah, because he, he, he really, really fought many. Solomon didn't fight any war. His father fought all the things for him. So Solomon normally is attributed with wisdom, but David is kingship. Hallelujah. And he was successful. He was the man after God's own heart. Now, in 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 28, 1 Chronicles, and he died in a good old age. That is going to be your portion. Hallelujah. When your time comes to be called by the Lord, you are not just going to, your, your flower is not going to be cut in the midst of your years or your days. Hallelujah. And he died in the good old age, full of days. And look at it, riches and honor. And Solomon, his son, reigned in his stead. Not many people have successes. But David was full. He did not just die. He had somebody to take over and continue whatever the Lord was doing in his life. Hallelujah. And he, he had many riches and he has honors. He was full of days. Then it is then important that we learn something about David. Why are we learning about David? Hebrews chapter 6, maybe verse number 10 will do us some good. But we are going to 12. Hallelujah. Are you here? So far, you have been blessed. Or at least you know four reasons why we should learn something about David. That is a man after God or not. He died in riches. He was full of age. All right. He was a real king. All right. He said, for God is not unrighteous to forget the work of your labor. Hallelujah. He said, ye have shown towards his name that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. Verse 11. I find something very interesting here yesterday. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, not in the middle, then you stop. That every Christian must show full diligence to the end that when we touch the finishing line, then you can relax. Don't relax as a Christian in the middle. Then verse 12. He said, that ye not be slothful or sluggish or lazy, but followers of them. So it is a good thing to learn and follow David. Yeah, it's a good thing as a Christian that we follow David or you learn something about David. But followers of them who through faith and patience inherited the promises. Sometimes we are in a rush. We don't have much patience. So we cannot inherit the promise. We are followed all right. We have the faith. We believe. But sometimes we lack patience. Hallelujah. You put a seed on the ground. It doesn't just happen overnight. It, the seed needs to die. Photosynthesis needs to take place. So sometimes what we, what we lack is the patience. The long suffering. In order to see our harvest. Hallelujah. But this afternoon, I believe that God is instilling that. Or God is, because you already, it's a fruit of the Spirit. So you already have it in you. Every Christian that is born again, you have it. Faith is one of them. It's in you. 
But today we cause it to arise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So quickly, I want to go over some four principles that make David a great person. Four. Number one, the principle of small beginnings. David didn't just arrive in the palace. David just did not become a king. There was a point of starting everything. And that point is called the point of small beginning. I did not just get here. I used to sell books at the back of the church with another lady called Irene. After selling the book, they moved me. They said from now, uh, move from tape and publication be an usher. And I started ushering. And I ushered for some time. And then we went to a prayer meeting. And somebody saw me singing and praying. And they said, they went and told the prison worship that this guy can lead prison worship. And they added me to the prison worship. Then, then I was standing my somewhere with my hand in the cast, minding my own business. And the pastor came and told me, go and lead the prayer. So it did not just start all of a sudden. The person is a pastor standing at the front. It starts from the back. And I'm speaking to somebody today. When you are at the back, don't feel that you are inferior. Because God will cause you from the back to the front. So David recognized the small beginnings. Sometimes some of us, we, cannot, we want everything. God never starts anybody on top. God starts from small things. Look at First Samuel chapter 17, verse 28. We must accept and recognize small beginnings. I still haven't over, uh, overcome the Peru thing. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's just God. Anyhow you turn it. Yeah. And Eliab, his elder brother, heard when he spake unto the man. And Eliab angered Anger was kindled against David. Why? Why David's elder brother, they are angry about David. Why are they? Look at it. And he said, why comest thou down either? And whom have thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? And the pastor went to Peru. Who did he leave the church for? There are people here. I left the church for them. You want to be big? No, 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 no. We left the sheep for somebody before we left. David left the few sheep for someone. And look at what the brother said. I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thy heart. For thou art come down that might see the battle. What is wrong in David trying to see the battle? Yeah. But David started as a small Shepherd boy behind. Some of us, God is real. You are, you, are, you, are, you are doing some rehearsals. Some people sometimes, we don't like the rehearsals. And so we leave the rehearsals. You know, yesterday I was teaching my stars. I have some people in this church called stars. They are like this. Young ladies and young men. Very, very intelligent. Yesterday as I'm listening to them. I tell you, you say you have revelation. You don't have much. Yeah, they have revelation. I tell you, oh yeah, revelation upon revelation with scriptures. Yeah. David 
God was rehearsing with David at the backside. The Bible says that a bear came and a lion came. Yeah. That's one of the revelations the children gave me. If David had said, oh, let me leave this sheep. David would have run just like the way Saul and all the soldiers ran when they saw Goliath. But God showed a prototype of how Goliath was going to be. How David was going to meet Goliath with a small beginning at the backside of the desert. There is nobody to see how you are doing. There is nobody to clap for you. There is nobody to cheer you on that what you are doing is good. The Bible says that eat sees in secret, but he rewards us openly. So as David was there, appreciate and recognize the small beginning, the Bible said, it said a lion and a bear came and I killed them and I'm going to make this Goliath the same way. Small beginning. Job chapter 8 verse 7. Though that beginning is small, we should never, we should never be afraid because our end is predicted already. Though your beginning is small, your latter end shall greatly increase. There is no competition. Yeah. Accept the level that you are. Accept the small beginning. Accept the many jobs that you are doing in the church or wherever you are. Accept whatever you are doing. It's a menial job. Nobody sees you. Nobody can appreciate you. Nobody can acknowledge. I heard one time somebody said that they don't appreciate people in the church. I, I don't know what the person meant by that. Seriously. We serve God. We are serving a God. We don't need no acknowledgement. There's a scripture that says that we don't even need any thanksgiving. We are servants. We have just done our due diligence. We don't need anybody to tell us, thank you. Jesus says, when you give hands and we blow our horns, we have received our reward already. Yeah, so you don't need any reward from God. Do your beginning is small. Let's accept small beginnings. Mike, as you are standing there, and I just give a testimony. God will cause you from that place to stand before his people. It is, it is, it, it is not a, a rocket science. As you appreciate the beginning, where God is starting you from, it will cause you and move you. You just have to be faithful. Just have to love wherever he's starting you from. Nobody chooses where they want to start from, especially with God. God is the one that chooses where you will start from. I'm listening to a, a certain man of God now and I'm saying to myself, I pray that some Christians, when they listen, they should pray that God should give them a sign. Because the way the man of God is preaching, if you are not deep, you would think that he's even saying that don't pray. Yeah, but he cannot say that don't pray because Jesus said that we should pray. He said, Luke 18 verse 1. That men ought to pray always and not faint. Yeah. But the way the man of God is preaching, if you are not deep, you would think that he said that there is no need to fast. Yeah. But you have to be very deep to understand the things that, because everything that is seen is, 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 is covered with many things. So if you don't, if you are not deep, you will never, you say, oh, from today, I don't even have to do this. I don't have to, have to do that again. 
So God started David with minor things. Love to do minor things. Whether you are cleaning the church, love it. Oh, yeah. The person preaching and the person cleaning, it doesn't mean that the person cleaning is lower. No. God works with faithfulness. Are you cleaning? Are you continuing cleaning? Do you love your cleaning? That's how you'll be judged. You will not be judged by the person preaching. Yeah. God will judge you based on what he has given you to do. And if you are faithful, that's it. I mean, who go to a, bi- a, biochemist, uh, a, a, a biology exams, biology lectures, and they give you, uh, a, they give you a physics exams? Nobody does that. Yeah, you walk out of the exams room. You went to biology lectures, you get a biology exams. Yeah. So God says that I'm calling you to clean the church. That's all. That's, that's your judgment. Yeah. In heaven, many people will be surprised. Oh, yeah. Many people will be surprised. Yeah. What we think it is might not be. That's why I am encouraging you be faithful in everything that has been given to you. Whatever you have now. The Bible says a man can receive nothing except it is given to him from above. So what you have now is what has been given to you from above. And God is looking and he's testing you whether you will continue, whether you'll be faithful, whether you even like it and you appreciate it. Hallelujah. So David was taking care of the few sheep. And then God saw his faithfulness. And God brought him. Jesus taught us three principles in Luke chapter 16, verse 10. I want to say those principles. He said, the principle of being faithful with small things. Luke 16, verse 10. And the principle of being faithful with another man. Luke, Luke 16, verse 12. The same thing. Yeah. He that is faithful. Go back. He that is faithful in that which is least. God does not need you to be faithful in the great. You can't be Faithful in the great if you are not being tested with the least. That's why it is some way for a Christian to eat their tight. Yeah, I mean, nowadays we all know we have been hearing stories about that you shouldn't pay tight anymore. But look, I'm not a fool. I can also read my Bible. Oh, yeah. Because it comes to a point that it is about what you know and what you understand. And your love for God. Yeah. We understand grace so much that we don't, 10% is even little. We are cheating God. Yeah. He that is faithful in that which is least is also, is, will, is, is, is assured. Definitely. Definitely. They will be faithful in great also. Yeah. Anybody you give something small and they are faithful, you can try the person with a big thing. They work. It works the same way. And he that is unjust in the least will also will be unjust in much. So don't waste your time. Verse 12. And if he are not being faithful in that which is another man, another way God will test us, it will bring you to somebody that it will commit that person's thing to your hand and see how you will treat it. Based on the way you treat it, how you handle that child, 
that is not your daughter. How you treat that child, God can also give you a daughter. <laughs> and if ye are not faithful in that which is another man's, there is something called another man's. The church, this church is not my church. It's Bishop, that was the main person. So based on my faithfulness, God can give me something. Yeah. And then when we come to this church, mercy, I'm in charge. So whatever I commit to you, based on your faithfulness, God will also. Look, there were many people in the bronze church before I, I came to the church. There were many people that started with the pastor. Only two of them that I know that they were pastors. There are some there still. They are not pastors. One of the things that many people don't know, you cannot even preach properly if you have not served under somebody. Because you don't have any window. You don't have any example. You don't have any reference. Jesus, Jesus gave a reference. They said that, on what authority are you doing this? They said, Go and ask John. Go and ask John. He baptized me. Yeah. My reference is John. Yeah. My reference is John. So the devil has a way of removing some of us so that you don't have a reference point. That's why the sons of Skiba were beaten. They said, oh, Jesus we know. Paul also we know. Who are you? We don't, I don't know you. You don't have a reference point. You don't have a reference point. You cannot. Yeah. I preach with my fathers. Oh, yeah. Reverend, Reverend Bride, anybody that you can. Yeah. I have a reference point. As I was in Peru, all of them were praying for me. Yeah. I was, I was, I was just on the line with Apostle Joel on the first day. They said there was this whole thing and dance. I have to go and watch. So as he was on the line with me, and was telling me, pray for this, pray for that. And it's like he was praying for me. As I left him two hours, everything that he was saying I should pray for, the thing was just coming. I've not even started, I've not opened my mouth to pray. That's the blessing of the Father. If you are faithful to that which belongs to another man, God will also give you something. Don't be deceived. Let us not be deceived. The devil wants to steal your blessing. And he causes us not to be faithful. It causes us to separate ourselves. You think that we can be on our own. No coal is separated from the heap of coals. It, it's only a few days and it will die. Yeah. yeah. Some people say minutes. Your science is good. Verse 11. Go back. 11. Yeah. Three principles. If therefore ye are not faithful in that unrighteous mammon, the only thing that the Bible compared God Almighty with his money. And the Bible is saying that it is unrighteous mammon who will commit to you true. There is something called true riches. So if you can't give to God, who can give you more? Yeah. Faithfulness is important. If the little that you have, you can't release it, how can God give you more? God can't give you more. Because faithful, the little one, you are not able to even release it. You have become P.O.P. Chisel. They call it chisel. A man who doesn't give money is called chisel. 
or P.O.P., Mr. Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Faithfulness is very important as a Christian. Because it comes from the word faith. As a matter of fact, the last thing you will hear before you cross, uh-huh, well thou, thou good and faithful. Yeah. You must hear that, that, that thing. Thou good and faithful. You can be good and not be faithful. But fight that you are not just good, but you are also faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you still here? Or you have gone home? First Samuel 16, 21. And David came to Saul and stood before him. And he loved him greatly. And he became his armor bearer. <laughs> I heard a man of God says that promotion is not with God. Promotion is with man. But I have also read that promotion does not come from the east or from the west. But promotion comes from God. And the Bible said that God is the judge. But what the man of God is saying, that's why I'm saying that the things that this man of God is saying, if you are not deep, you never understand. Yeah, promotion is truly from God. But God, you never see God. God has to put it in the heart of a man to promote you. The Bible said Jesus grew in stature and had favor with God and with man. Yeah. So don't only look at the God factor because you never see God. God told Moses that the people of Israel, their cry have come to me. Now I am coming down. He says, well, Moses said, okay, I'm waiting for you. And he said, you, I'm sending you. But I thought you said you are coming down. I am coming down in the form of you. Yeah. I tell you, we all need a man. John 14, verse 1. Jesus speaking. He said, do not let your heart be in trouble. Because the people were having difficulty in believing him. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Yeah. You believe in God. It's good to believe in God. Every place that I have been, it took somebody. I remember when I was going to work at Civil Aviation. I was even just playing. There's this minister of uh, state. Yeah. It's called Ishmael Ayike. Some of you might know him. Yeah. Comes to our area, you know. I was sitting with my mom and my sister behind my mom's. We were eating. And I said, oh, can you please tell him to, you know, I learned there is some uh, vacancies at aviation. He said, oh, go and bring a pen paper. As he was writing, I have a cousin. I said, oh, can you hide his name also? So my name was added, and we just went. You know, Yeah, even though I went through him, there was a time that you have to justify your inclusion. <laughs> yeah, we started about 500 people. By the time we finished, we were 32. I was fifth in the class. Yeah. But it took Ishmael Aite for me to get. Yeah. Wrote the letter straight to director of human resources, Derek Obobi. Yeah. Everybody, you need a man father. The Bible said David stood before Saul and Saul loved him. And he chose him as his armor bearer. Armor bearer, you are not even qualified. Yeah, you are just you are running herods. Even when David went to watch the thing, he wasn't qualified as a soldier, he wasn't chosen. His brothers were there. Hallelujah. I pray that today you recognize your, your small beginning. 
Don't despise your small beginning. And fight that you will be under somebody. Oh yeah. It's very important in, 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 in our Christian work. That's why John, Jesus told John, we must fulfill all righteousness so that nobody have any reason to criticize what we are doing. He said, oh, I cannot baptize you. You must, but no, so no, no, no. You have to do this one. That is why you were sent before me. You have to do this one. Because people will challenge your authority for which you are doing what you are doing. People will challenge your authority. And if you don't have a reference, that's it. I mean, you have a reference. The principle of turning away from those who despise you. There will be people who despise what you are doing. Jesus was despised all the way even on the cross. <laughs> He said, if you are the son of God, save yourself and save us. And the other one said, are you not afraid? Are you not afraid? This man is an innocent man. Yeah. Eliab was fighting David. First Samuel 17, 28 to 30. Eliab angered, kindled against David. And he said, why comest thou either? And whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride. And thy naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mayest see the battle. And David said, What have I done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him towards. Yeah. When some people don't receive you, you turn. You turn. I, I, I believe without a doubt that God sent me to Peru for something. For me to go and learn something. And I've learned whatever. Fighting for 70 people in the church. God said, you don't need to fight for 70. I'm giving you 300 people to preach to. I'm giving you 250 people to preach to. And you are not preaching to. There was no single black. Only Daniel, Daniel my son, is the black in me. Everybody is not. Is not, is not, is not <laughs> they are not from Ghana. They are not from Kumasi. Everybody is a Peruvian. And Colombian. Yeah. And Venezuelan. Yeah. I have no hand in it. I should have brought some Peruvian here. I forget. The next time I go. Yeah. yeah. You see, I told some pastors that if there is nothing in the Bible that I believe, Mark chapter 6, I believe it. See, they did not, I, don't, I think it's maybe their culture, but there are many things that they didn't show. In the pictures and even, even on the vi on the message, the vi video, yeah, I saw that they cut that part out, the part that I, that was ministering. They didn't bring in none of them on Facebook, not even the pictures. Yeah. But every pastor is a gift. Every pastor is for a season. In our church, pastors are transferred. Jesus said, the poor you will always have with you, but me, you will not. Take advantage of whatever God has given you. 
Don't despise it. Some of you, God has given you a nice husband. You are always looking elsewhere. Some of us, God has given you a nice wife. You are always looking somewhere. You are always saying that this one is, you are comparing always your wife to somebody else. Appreciate what God has laid before your eyes. Yeah. Acknowledge it. If what you see outside is nice, you can do it. I always encourage people, look, if you see something in another person's church and you, you are in this church, copy and come and do it. Come and do it. If you can't do it and you are chasing after that, that means that you don't have much. Yeah. You don't have much. It's good to hear. It's nice. But God has a power. Put a power. You can also do it. If that person has done it, you can do it. The disciples of Jesus said to Jesus, teach us how to pray like John has taught his disciples. They didn't say they are going to John to learn. John's, they didn't say they are going to John to learn how to pray. They said, teach us how to pray. We want to stay with you. Just as John taught his disciples. It's good that we are here. So, sometimes people will despise you. It's all part of the thing. Rejection is part, it's very spiritual. It's part of our Christian work. Yeah, rejection is spiritual. He was rejected. Yeah, he was rejected. He came, Bible says, he came to his own. His own received him not. I went to Peru. I had, the things that I saw and the things that I heard, I have never heard it in this church. Eight years. I sat with the pastor. We were having lunch. And you look at me, then you laugh. And look at me, then you laugh. Say, prophetic is excellent. Excellent. You know, before I sit on the I sat on the plane when I was going, Psalm 23, verse number three or four. He led me in the path of righteousness. That was my scripture when I was going. I said, Wow. But I've seen this some all this while. But today, why? I understood it properly. The first night, the pastor's wife and the pastor, they were looking at each other's face. The pastor's wife said that if we have talked to you before you went and preached, it would have been like what we told you. That's why you were talking about the things that you were saying. Yeah. Mark chapter 6. Jesus was the one who said. And I'm not calling myself a prophet. But it's a word. I'm using it. Yeah. When we went to church, he said he's a prophet. <laughs> Every Christian has a gift, ability to prophesy. The Bible says, all may prophesy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm part of the whole. After the last, after the last UN, this thing that I checked, I'm part of the hall. Yeah. Yeah. Start from verse 1. Start from verse 1. Let us not despise our prophet, 
Pastor that God has given us, Bishop Dad. My stomach feel, I feel sick anytime I see other people showing off on the internet that I took his book and uh, I've built my church was 200 and a half, 500 people. I feel sick in my stomach. And he went out from there and he came into his own country. I said, where I went, there was no I be person there. There's nobody from Fanti. No Kenke, not even Kenke. Not even Kenke. Some of you, the chicken that you are eating here is not the right chicken. Oh, yeah. Food. 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 And don't worry about it. Their food is exactly like Ghana food. Because they are also in the tropics. Oh, yeah. Chicken. Chicken. The chicken that we are eating is 20 years chicken. You will eat chicken. You, are, you, you, re, you realize that you have eaten chicken. Hey! Oh, man. Yeah. We'll be there. Honeymoon. Some of us is our honeymoon destination. Yeah. <laughs> he came to his own. His own did not receive him. Yeah. Verse number two. And when the Sabbath day came, he began to teach them in the synagogue. And many hearing him with astonishment, saying, From whence have this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him that even such mighty works were done through his hands? The way we can see your wisdom is by what your hand can do. Yeah. The way we can see that this person is wise. If you are able to convert the knowledge you have and we can see it in motion. Then they begin to, oh, is that not the carpenter? Is it Jesus not a carpenter? Yeah, Jesus was a carpenter. That was his gift. Jesus makes sure he identify his gift and work with his gift. David identify his gift as a shepherd and work with his gift. We need to identify what is your gift. Everybody has a gift. Why? Because a man's gift makes room for him. Is he not a son of Mary? They start to belittle him. Because you see, you see, a shepherd is different from a prophet. A shepherd is supposed to be with the sheep always. So the way the sheep smell, you will smell it in the shepherd. A shepherd is not supposed to separate himself from the sheep. Always with the sheep. Now, if you are not deep, you will be familiar because the shepherd is always with you. Is it not Mary's son, the brother of James, Joseph, and Judah, and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? Why is he making himself so big? Number four. Oh, but, but, Back. Number three. And they were offended at him. Now, that stopped everything. It stops the anointing. No flow. Because anything Jesus will say, your mind is formulated and made up. You will never get it. That's why I want to encourage any time you are coming to the presence of God, whether in your own house, personally, make sure you check your heart because that can block everything that you are supposed to receive. 
Never come and have a formulated opinion already of what the pastor is saying. Going to say, I know him. I know what he's going to say. I know you will leave empty and you leave sad. They were offended at him. But Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own household. Yeah. Verse 5. It's not that he does not want to do anything. It's not the seed. It's the crown that received the seed. And he could dare do no mighty works. He could not. Not that he does not want to. He could not. Because something has neutralized the anointing which is called offense and familiarity. Not that Jesus does not want to do anything. He could do no miracles. Save that he leaves his hand on a few people. And they were healed. But what is expected and what Jesus wants to do was Mighty works, not few, not mighty, mighty works, mighty works. That is the plan. That is what God wants him to do. Mighty works, mighty works. What God wants us to do here, mighty works, not just a few little things. The son of an elephant is an elephant. No matter a baby elephant is bigger than an ant. Despising can cause mighty works to cease. You can despise somebody by not listening to them. You can sit in the service, but you are not listening. Pharisees, the Sadducees, they come to the service always, but they are not listening to Jesus. They come with the heart to challenge Jesus, not to listen and to learn anything. Psalm 64 verse 5. That they may shoot secretly at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune on laying snare privily. Like we are, late, we are setting trap for him. He doesn't know. This trap is going to catch him. The person is a gift to you. I will give you pastors after my own heart. Who shall feed you? He gave gifts to men. It's not your enemy. Some people are giving to us to bring the things that are in us. So the person that is supposed to actually bring things out of you to elevate you, you are fighting. How can the person bring the thing out of you? The principle of despising. First John 4, 1 John 4.1 Beloved, believe not every spirit. By try and test the spirit, whether they are from God. The principle of choosing to stay with what you have tested. Stay with what you know. Yeah, Saul gave David his hammer and said, this one I have not tried before. By my stones. Appreciate your gift. Yeah. What gift is in you? What have you been told about your gift? Work and, and enlarge and magnify that gift. You have tested that gift. Yeah. It works. Some of you, your gift is counseling. Like I used to fail. 
work in magnifying the counseling. Yeah. Some of us, your soft touch, touch and talking, that is your gift. Grow that gift. Some of us, influence, good influence. Work on it. When there is time for you to say, oh, stop the rough, sit down. Say it, don't keep quiet. It's very important. The principle of choosing and staying with what you have tested. And Saul harmed David with his hammer. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with this, for I have not proven them. And David put them off. And he took his staff in his hand and choked the five smooth stones. And his sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine. What has been tested in this church and this house is shepherding. Yeah. Shepherding is one of our gifts. Building churches or starting churches is one of our gifts. This church was started in, the class, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the, my living room in Gilderland. That is the grace that God has given to us. Not every church can start a church easily. It's not given to them. They have been given something else. So if you are in this house, like what has been given as a gift to us, it's freely given. Building churches. That means that if you are part of this church, your money should support the building of churches. Oh yeah. It's a gift. Not every church. <laughs> yeah. Lakewood or what is his name? Joel Austin's church. It's not everywhere in the world. Because that's not what God has given to him. God has given him to encourage and inspire Christians. People who are down. People who have gone through difficulties. That is what God has given to him. And he's very good at it. Yeah, if you are discouraged, just tune in. Listen to Joel Austin. You will be very, very encouraged right now. Not everybody has it. Yeah. So when, when Bishop's son died, you know the church, he went to Lakewood. He went there. Because he needed and he need encouragement. He needed somebody to encourage him. In the pastor that has that gift to encourage him. So don't despise what you can you have tested. And then the last one is I believe that's the last one. I said four. Stand to your feet, we are praying. <laughs> wow. So the principle of first of all, small beginnings. Yeah. You might look like you are not flamboyant. Nobody pay attention to what you are doing. But that's where God has started you with. And you have to be faithful. And then the principle of doing menial jobs. It's like you are an errand boy. Pastor call. Can you visit this person? Can you visit that person? Look like you are full. You have your children. You have your wife. You are married. You have your degree. They call you every time. Go here. Go there. Go here. Go there. Go there. The principle of many are jobs. And the turning away from those who despise you. And the principle of staying with what you know. I want you to pray. Lift up your voice. 
ask God. Maybe you don't know what gift you have, but I think we can ask God. And then ask the Holy Spirit to help you to grow in that gift. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Asking God to identify your gifts. Identify your gifts. Identify what gift you have. Everybody has a gift. Everybody has been given something. Pray to God about it. That we are learning from David. That David did not despise his gifts. David did not hide his gift. David used whatever God gave him. David did not despise his small beginning. David used what he has learned, what he has tested, what he is aware of, what he knows. Maybe you are not using what you know. You are looking somewhere else. But God has given you all that you need. And this is the time that you need to talk to God about it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, despise, despise, not small beginnings, small beginnings. What is your gift? Maybe you are despising your church. Every now and then you go to another person's church. But God has given you everything that you need in this church. In the name of Jesus. With every, bow, every head bow and every eye closed. Maybe you are here you don't know Jesus. I want to pray with you. John the Baptist said that repent. Jesus also came to say repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Peter preached and they asked him what should we do men and brethren? Peter said repent and believe. Maybe you are here. You want to repent of certain things. You want to talk to God about it. Just lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Just give me a wave. Anybody here? You want to talk to God about certain things that you, 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 you did not know before, but now the Lord has opened your eyes. You want to talk to him about it. If you are, you are not born again, I want to pray with you. But if you are here, maybe you want to rededicate your life. You want to pray. I want you to pray. Just pray to God about this situation. Maybe you have despised the little beginning that God started with you with. Maybe even in your family, you don't even you don't even appreciate what your father or your mother is doing for you. You are always looking somewhere else. Maybe your marriage, you don't appreciate what your husband is doing. You don't appreciate what your wife is doing. You are always looking somewhere. Maybe you don't appreciate what your mom and your dad is doing for you. Always looking at the other neighbor and think that they are well better. You wish that you are their children. You wish that you are you are their daughter or their son. You wish that they are your your father and your mother. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to God about it. And say to the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry for despising my small beginning. My small beginning. If we have despised the small beginning of this church, we will not be where we are. By the grace of God, Father, we thank you. We bless your name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message preached by Reverend Patrick Samaclo. Be sure to join us next and every Sunday live at the Care Center, 225 North Island Street, Albany, New York, at noon for Revelation Service.